Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Like my mama told me, you make a mess, you best be cleaning it up. And that's what Howie Roseman is doing. He has finally cleaned up his mess. And before we give this guy an apology, because we're not there just yet here at the Philly Pod, your number one Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Speaking here, obviously, is Stephen Conrad Jr. This is our Jalen Rager reaction. I know the, I don't think we made a podcast uh, reacting to the, we'll call it the initial 53 man roster, because obviously, you know, all of Eagles Twitter was losing their minds when Jalen Rager survived that 4 p.m. deadline for the 53 man roster. But I knew, I knew, including you, that, including that, you, you were, yes, you were I was. But we'll touch on it, obviously. Um, there's a lot to cover in this episode. I wouldn't be surprised if some news drops during this uh, recording. It's been yeah, a hell of a lot mayhem the last two days, right? Yeah, mayhem. My head's been spinning the last two days trying to cover it all. But boy, do we have a lot of shit to get into from Jalen Rager to Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to the initial 53-man all the way to the practice squad that was released today. Appreciate all of you guys for tuning in to the episode of the Philly Pod. If you're new to the show and you found us through Instagram or TikTok, or whatever avenue you come from, appreciate you guys uh, for supporting the show and checking it out. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. Be sure to subscribe, um, review, rate five stars. Each and every review does help with the exposure of the show and helps bring the show to more eyes and ears of Eagles fans, NFL fans, football fans, uh, all of those uh, alike. If you're uh, uh, a uh, reoccurring listener on the show thank you guys for going with us now three four years strong uh into this show and we'll continue to to keep it moving especially during exciting times like this the Eagles stock continues to rise just right when you think they can't do really anything else to, to make this roster oh better they gosh, come how did back. I forget they find a way to, to shock and steal headlines yet again but before we get into all of that shout out to the new sponsor for the upcoming NFL season DraftKings, the NFL season is upon us, and what better way to get ready for week one action than with DraftKings Sportsbook? Ain't that right, Steven? We made a good little 
good little chunk uh, off sports betting last year. Well, I did. I don't know how you fared last year. Before in, uh, Vic dives in into this betting. promo, uh, <laughs> let me just say this is going to be my my part in, in in this promo that he does on a on an episodely basis. All I got to say is, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to make a lot of money together this we're season. We're going to make a lot, a lot of money <laughs> together. We're going to make a lot, a lot, a lot. And you can actually get started on making a lot of money with $200 in free bets. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new users an offer that is cannot miss. Bet $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw cash whenever you want so download the DraftKings sportsbook app now with the link in our podcast description to get 200 dollars in free bets instantly when you place a five dollar bet on any football game a money line a player prop a spread it doesn't matter five dollar deposit bet on any nfl football game and you get 200 dollars in free bets instantly it's easy bankroll you don't have to deposit hundreds of dollars to get a head start DraftKings is giving it away don't be a fool don't ignore it make sure you claim yours today only on DraftKings Sportsbook the official sports betting partner of the NFL Steven it's gonna be it's gonna be a lucrative lucrative season for us definitely us Mm. at the uh at the Liberty line so I guess we'll get right into it we know we had the news with with uh with CJ GJ but before we get into that we'll have to just pay our homages to one uh 2020 first round pick to Steven's dismay yeah, we went from uh, I, I've never seen such a crash and burn from the high of his boy <laughs> making this roster. You had to see the messages. This man, he's gonna hang on. He's gonna make the roster. He's gonna come in. He's gonna make an impact. Man. And then Howie Roseman gets on his soapbox and says, "We felt like Jalen Rager deserved a spot on this team when the initial fifty-three came out. We felt like he made plays all summer. He practiced every day. Our scouts and our uh, our coaches said that he did great, and we felt like he deserved a spot on this roster." And not even 24 hours later, they ship him to the Minnesota Vikings for a 2023 seventh rounder and a 2024 conditional fourth round pick that can de-escalate to a fifth rounder if certain statistical marks are not met. So basically, if he's asked, that becomes a a fifth rounder. Steven, what do you think those statistical marks are? Has to be like 300 yards. (laughs) 300 yards, like 20 catches. Can't be I anything. Don't know, man. Can't I be just anything know crazy. we face that team week two, and I just know he's going to make a one more big play than he has here. You know, yeah, that's the way it goes. Him and J Jet staring at each other now. Twenty twenty first round selections, one after another. You can't make it up, dude. Like <laughs> uh, of all the humans on planet Earth, he could be sharing the field with. Like you know what I'm saying? Like what are the odds? I, like oh, it's crazy. It is. It is truthfully. It is truthfully baffling because he sent J Jaw to Seattle to go stare at DK every day up until he got cut yesterday. We knew that wasn't. Long. And now he has to go and look at the guy that has basically derailed his entire career because he's constantly compared to him. And now you got to go. And luck- luckily, it's a fresh start. And we know, like, even though he had a strong summer, we had hoped that he can be a rotational splash player in this offense, like we've said ad nauseum on this podcast. Which isn't unrealistic to ask, by the way. It's not. It's not. Especially when you had guys like A.J. Brown and uh, and Pascal and Devontae Smith. We expected him to make uh, an impact here and there. Nothing Nothing uh, substantial, nothing consistent, just a splash play uh, here and there. And now he goes to a Vikings team with a wide receiver room of Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and K.J. Osborne and uh, whoever else is there. He might be WR4 or 5 over there oh, as well. Man. 
So it's I, I, when I told you that, Stephen, you were shocked that he's not going to be the focal point of the offense. What do you think was going to happen? I wasn't in Minnesota? that. I thought he was. I forgot they had. I forgot they had KJ over there. I don't like. Yeah, it's dude. the Vikings, man. The Kirk Cousins is still their quarterback. They're not a hey. good watch. Hey, I know, man. But like you said, he might make a play or two. And that Monday night home opener at the link, and Rager comes home. What do you think the reaction going to be when Rager comes uh, to, comes back to the link? Week well, he'll two? get booed, and Eagles you get fans booed regardless get... of the jersey. Yeah, even if yeah, it was, it Eagles is what game. it is, man. Like it's it's going to be some. It, it'll be a whole thing, I'm sure. But I don't know, man. Like, look, my my brand was defending him, obviously, and yeah, I, I just wanted day for the I brand. wanted it to work out here. I'm sorry, you can call me like the bad guy or whatever you want to say. I just want, so I'm sorry. I wanted it to work out here. The Eagles obviously won this trade. Like, let's just, let's just call it what it is. Like they weren't supposed to get all that they did, uh, you know, for Jalen Reger, a guy on, on the contract that he is right. It is, is it, is it a, uh, expiring deal? Or is it one year left? Uh, he has two years left, but this two year would have left. been a, a $7.8 million cap hit if they just waived him, which is why they kept him on the roster. I guess the Vikings finally bit and said, we'll take a chance on him. And uh, and and here we are. So that's the only. But yeah, the contract he is a uh, third year of his rookie deal this year. Yeah. So like that's just great value for a guy that was what we would say fifth in the rotation, if that. I mean the guys that, and we're gonna get into it in this episode. The guys that were brought back onto the practice squad could, like as things stood, could probably battle him for that spot. If we're being honest, just due to his. I guess lack of production. Um, but you you know, you can't deny the untapped potential that's there, but it's just not worth it with the Eagles. It's not worth the and I don't even want to call it a distraction. It just wasn't worth that. When when you could go out here and just grab two day three picks from the Vikings. We already uh-huh. have two wide receiver ones here. Yes, I said two wide receiver ones. Screw off if you think otherwise. I think Quez Watkins uh, could I mean Quez Watkins is gonna could be in the argument and he should be in the argument for one of the best wide receiver threes in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard, damn it, dude, you better be a top five ten tight end this season. Like, yeah. there's just too much good going on here. Um, you know, for a guy making that much money, he wouldn't get that much opportunity. I was just rooting for him to come, Drager, <laughs> to come in and contribute, like you said, on some splash plays, whatever that may be. And I know nobody wants to hear this. I know nobody wants to hear this, but he's actually not a bad. Oh. punt returner according oh, yeah. to statistics dude, dude. so oh that God. is a that is now the biggest question mark dude. on the eagles team who is returning punts more after this hour yeah i mean <laughs> that is a point rager's gone greg ward was back there for a while Britton covey's on the practice squad so he won't be the returner it might be quez who was the only guy through practice really getting looks at, at punt returner it's a whew. i mean he that's a good point though that's, that's he a could fair do point it. i mean he that's has a fair point and he was a horrible team. punt return i don't care what the stats say he was not reliable and he muffed that punt in the playoff game do you not remember yes i know but the stats remember? tell horrible. you otherwise you horrible. can't just sit here and ignore i don't care about it. the stats in that regard because Rager, you were never confident with Rager back there it's not like you were like man he's gonna take this I to the was. house he, re- he, he, he took one against green bay to the yes, house in his yes, rookie when year. that game was over when that game was dead in the water he's, that season was dead in the water once Hertz came out there, I, yeah, you knew that season was over. I'd say right. bench wins. So that was. See, you guys got the you got the blinders on for people you don't uh, like. You don't got the blinders on. Do lit, lot, dude, man. the dark clouds are gone. Jay Jaw's gone. Yeah, Jalen Rager's gone. gone. Dark clouds gone. This this bad energy is gone. It is over. Yes. The nightmares are over. No more drop passes. No more <laughs> Jay Jaw. No and more run blocking. By the way, no more comparisons to DK and Justin Jay. It's all over. It is yeah, over. over. It is over. We got AJ. We got Devontae. We got Quez. We got Zach Pascal this year. And uh, I don't know who they called up. They're going to have to call up one of Deion Kane, 
We'll get um, into it. Brent Covey, Devin Allen. We'll get into the into. I don't into know how Brent Covey's on the team. There, I said he's it. on the practice squad. He's on the practice squad, and I do know why he's here. But we'll get into that oh, okay. in a little bit. But yeah, so yeah. Really well, quickly it's... though, really quickly before oh, you move, God. I just want to say like before because they your final words this episode. No, I'm done. With last words. I just want to say like this is just kind of like a message to like Eagles fans. Like I just want to say like I'm happy for. I'm just so happy for this fan base. Like, <laughs> like. We deserve it, dude. Like, think about it. We drafted Jay Jaw. Nobody knows who the hell this guy is. Nobody. Nobody knows who he is. I don't want to. I don't care. Nobody scouted him. Nobody did. And DK was there. We passed on him. We were memed for years. Laughed at. We celebrated Carson Wentz taking all those practice squad bums to the playoffs. Like, like just stupid stuff like that. And then after that, we're like, oh man, can you imagine if we just get Carson some weapons? They draft Rager. Instead, we should have had Justin Jefferson. Those constant comparisons. We're getting laughed at. Everybody's making fun of us. Back-to-back seasons using high draft capital on receivers. And like now, we sit here. We got A.J. Brown. We got Devontae Smith. Our GM, who was once laughed at for, I mean, you know, starting the QB controversy, all this stuff. Like, We've endured so much, you know, and, and nobody understands that more than more than Eagles fans, you know, and I'm just happy. You know what I mean? I'm just in a state of happiness. I know this team hasn't even played one down yet of this 2022 slash 23 season, but like just just great vibes. Like, I don't think there could be a, a better situation or a or, or better like potential for a great situation than where we're at now. You know what I'm saying, man? Like, yeah, to put to put into perspective. So we, we, we have come a long way. So if you look at the death chart just two years ago in 2020, right? Can you even list the death chart in the 2020 Rob receiver death chart? Can you even list it? 2020? So yeah. 2020. Was that Alshon and Deshaun, no, but no, they were they hurt. Were, so Deshaun was still here. Oh, so Jalen, so I don't know in, in no specific order. Jalen Rager, Deshaun oh, Jackson, right. Greg Ward, Ortega Whiteside, John Hightower. And Alshon was still here, but I was he was just like not say, playing. Yeah, he was. And now you've transformed all of that into AJ Brown, Devontae Quez. We've said the names at nauseum. But yeah, yep. it is it is just it is just a a a, a miraculous turnaround. This entire offseason, which we'll get into because we have to sing our praises at some point to Howie Rosen, which is something yeah. I never thought I would say 365 days ago. <laughs> this is this is where we're at. So, and I know, so I, I want to just put something else into perspective here. And I know the contracts play a factor in this before everybody yells at me and says the money plays a factor. I'm aware of this. And I don't care because I'm going to laugh at Dallas anyway. So Amari Cooper. Mm. Right. <laughs> Dallas traded Amari Cooper this year for a fifth round pick and a sixth round pick swap. The Eagles just traded Rager for a conditional fourth rounder. And a seventh round pick. So the Eagles, on paper, got more for Jalen Rager than Dallas did for Amari Cooper. And I know, the, and I know five. the contracts. I know the contracts play factor. Play factor. They didn't want to pay Amari all that money. Oh, no, and Ray, fuck that, man. I know that, but it's still hilarious. Amari Cooper was their wide receiver exactly, one, or exactly. two, whatever he exactly. was. And we right. It's just and compare the stats. Amari Cooper since 2020, the last two seasons since Jalen Rager has come into the league, Amari Cooper. Uh, 1,979 yards and 13 touchdowns. Rager, mm. 695 yards and three touchdowns. And the Eagles somehow got more for Rager than Amari Cooper. Don't care about the money. Dallas is hilarious for that stat alone. So that's that's where that's at. But yeah, this is our, you know, I, like all jokes aside, like it, it is a, it just, it, it's a, it's a shitty situation for, to, you know, just the, the fact that it even got to this point anyway, but you got to move on and, you know, they're the humans at the end of the day and you hope they kind of get mm. back on their feet. And all that. I'm just glad it's not going to be in Philly. We don't. It's not our problem anymore. 
any any uh, last words for his dad? I know you and his dad got a little uh, got got some beef. Is that is that uh? <laughs> I mean, I just don't get why he blocked me. Like, I clearly <laughs> defended his son. Like, that's just a that's just I don't know. Yeah, Monte, the fuck. Now he's not in Philly anymore, so I guess we'll yeah. Well, you know, which is, is perhaps is. We why move. we drafted his son this whole time anyway, right? We move, we move. Rip Jalen Rager's Philadelphia Eagles career. We wish we could say it's been real, but it's been far from it. So, wish you the best in Minnesota. Hopefully, it doesn't happen week two against us, and we uh, <laughs> we move forward. On to more exciting moves. Yesterday, in shocking fashion, mm. the Eagles bring another star, young star, I should say, another piece yep. into this 24. defense to round out the secondary. Eagles found a way to acquire slot cornerback, slash safety, slash box safety, whatever you want to call him, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, from New Orleans Saints and a seventh round pick in exchange for a fifth and a sixth round pick. How the Eagles even pulled this off is beyond me. I knew that CJGJ had like contract negotiations with the Saints. I didn't know that they were so far apart that Chauncey wouldn't play out his contract in New Orleans. So the fact that the Eagles did their due diligence, got in there, pried this man away for for mid-round picks that the Eagles literally just got back in the regular trade. They recouped all that ammo in the regular trade. And now they have a 24-year-old guy here who is going to play exclusively safety for the Philadelphia Eagles after playing so much slot corner uh, for, the, for the Saints. And I'm going to explain in a minute why, why that doesn't matter for those of you all hung up on the nickel thing. Oh, uh, but but since, he's coming to his, uh, since he's coming to the NFL, 28 passes defended, five interceptions in his career, had three interceptions last year. Steven, your reaction, your thoughts, how how... Where where does the Eagles defense stand now that the 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 secondary is basically solidified? Marcus Epps, CJ GJ, Bradbury, Maddox, Darius Slay. If you're not going to run the ball against Fletcher Cox and Jordan Davis, you have to throw at those guys. What how how do teams move the ball effectively against the Philadelphia Eagles? It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just pat myself on the back? Because I'm pretty sure it was the last episode and I was clowning this safety group. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, and got, I mean, none of us were confident in the safety group. None of us I mean, were come on. I, come on, dude. You were really gassing up Marcus Epps, who's fine. Again, he's yes, fine. I think he's going to be good. I was my, my real screw up here was gassing up Joukowsky Tart. I did gas him okay, up. Okay, wait, wait, wait. First of all, because <laughs> I, right, yes, exactly. I tend to get caught up in the moment when they cut because you have to let, let's go back on on the time table here. They cut Anthony Harris. I'm like, right. what right. on earth and are they doing? But like, at that moment, doing? you knew you knew something else was happening though. Something like, was at, happening. Once that happened, not. you were like, oh shit, another shoe's about to drop yeah. somewhere. Yeah, they didn't just cut what. him for no reason. Especially when Anthony Harris started, he played with the first team defense all summer, all summer. So he was going to start, and then when you cut him. You just you just knew something was in the mix. You knew you knew you knew something was in the mix. And now this works out for both parties because CJGJ, the reason why those contract negotiations didn't work out in New Orleans is because he doesn't want to be paid like a nickel. They don't make enough money. He wants to get paid like these top tier safeties, like all these other guys, Marcus Williams, Justin Reed, that these guys just got paid. Saints weren't willing to give him that money. Eagles had a hole at safety. They compromised and say, come play safety to, for us. If it works out, we'll pay you the money you're looking for. And now this is the compromise everybody has all come to. So as long as everything works out moving forward, it's a happy marriage. 
And on top of that, the Eagles own the first round pick of the New Orleans Saints next year because of a deal that happened in the offseason. So the Eagles take a young star away from a defense of a team that is going to get worse and increase the draft stock. Like how did Howie maneuver? Why do the Saints answer know. the phone? Why do the Saints even answer the phone when Howie calls them? I don't <laughs> know, man. I mean, they're rebuilding. They're stupid. They don't know what they're doing. If I saw Howie, literally, if I saw Howie on my caller ID, I am not picking that phone up. I'm throwing my sh- no. Yeah, I, no. I don't know, man. Why? Is and this you know happening? what's the crazy part is he's made all the trades he's needed to to like put this team in a position to contend now. Like all they got to do is hit on draft picks. What more trades yeah. does he have to do? Yeah, and people can and we can hang on Jalen and I, and obviously we're going to go as far as Jalen, which is still a tall task. But by even, the way. and it's still fine. But even if he underwhelms, you have the draft ammo to to take another swing at that position and the team is set up around you now mind you there's a lot of players we're gonna have to pay next season if this season goes well Bradbury Kaiser White Gardner Johnson all these guys are free agents next year so so I know all the it's it's cool now because it's one year deals but what happens next year when you have to pay all these guys what happens and you still and then Jalen if he if he if Jalen puts together a nice season he's gonna be looking for that payday and then you got a lot of uh a lot of uh, people on your hands looking for looking for new contracts, and then you're going to have to uh, figure that out. But for the guys who are concerned about Gardner Johnson playing exclusively at nickel, so his snap breakdown in 2021, he played a slot corner 477 snaps. At free safety, just nine snaps. He played in the box at uh, 66 snaps. He played outside corner for 23 snaps, and he played along the defensive line. For 52 snaps as an edge rusher or whatever the situation is. But see, but Gardner Johnson is one of those players that is essentially positionless. You can't just limit him to a nickel corner because he played safety in college and he actually drew comparisons to Malcolm Jenkins and some mm-hmm. of these other guys that are versatile in NFL defenses. You think of guys like Tyron Matthew and guys like Minka Fitzpatrick, guys that make impact all over the field on defense. The versatility is the name of the game in Gannon's defense, and I think Gardner Johnson fits that bill. I actually have a, have a good comparison. Do you remember Stephen uh, Walter Thurman years years ago when he was a corner and the Eagles played him at safety, and he had a pretty good year? I think it was 2016 when he was here. I think if they can get I remember a similar, him, I don't remember him being very good. He was he had, he had a good year, and then he like retired automatically. So I don't mm. know why he like retired immediately after that. I guess he saw the shit show and was like, "Fuck this! I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing football that's, anymore." Maybe that's what it right. But uh, but that's kind of like the the guy kind of think about when you think about it's it's much easier for corners to transition to safety than vice versa. I think of that. But uh, how 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 what is your concern level, Stephen, for uh, Garner Johnson for uh, trying to play full time <laughs> safety? For the Philadelphia Eagles, when he's essentially made his name in the NFL at the slot position, I'm not concerned in the slightest because I feel like, in my opinion, that's an easier job than being asked. Like, I, I still think he's going to be asked to do other things, right? Because isn't mm-hmm. that that's what the Eagles did with Malcolm? Right. That's who he's compared right. to. He, he's going to be in the box. He's going to be. Uh, he's going to be. Well, you want, you, you, I don't. I just don't understand where's this coming from. I saw ESP of all people when this news broke out. He was that's the first thing he tweeted. Well, was his well, reaction. he was concerned. Rival fan bases. Rival fan bases are always oh. like he played nickel. You know, I don't know why y'all so hype. For, and it's not like no, he's a I, household well, name. I mean, who would you rather deploy at your starting safety spot? Him or uh, Anthony Harris or uh, who else am I missing? Who else have we thrown out there? Uh, you we were going so Shashare is on the on the practice right, squad now. Exactly. So the only guys on the roster went to, and again we'll get to the fifty three man in a Marcus minute. Epps. But the guys now is Marcus Epps, well, DJ fine. DJ, 
Uh, Kayvon somehow made the cut. I yeah, have no fucking idea how he continues to slip through the cracks. But Davion Ke- Taylor got cut today. Yeah, he got cut today. And then um um who the hell is the fourth seed? Uh, Reed Blankenship, my boy Reed Blankenship mm. made the cut. Thank God he made it. Uh, but yeah, so um, but Walter Thurman in 2015, to, to my point earlier, played all 16 games, had seven pass breakups and uh three interceptions. And 71 tackles. That's a pretty good season for a safety, I think. If Chauncey can, you know, mimic those numbers, I think that's a good that's a good year. And Chauncey had two sacks last year. That just shows you wh- that he can be used all over the field. I'm sure there's uh, all 22 people and film, you know, elite film people that will break down all of CJGJ's film so that we get a better idea of how they're going to deploy him in the defense. But I'm very excited for what uh, for what is to come for Philadelphia's defense, because you look at the front four now, we're going to assume the starters are going to be Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, and I don't even know who would be on the other edge. Josh Sweat, I assume, will probably start. Mm-hmm. And then you got Kaiser White, Yassan Reddick, uh, TJ Edwards, and then you got that secondary. It's it's tough, man. It's I don't know who's who's moving the ball, but it's definitely going to be uh, – uh, interesting to watch. Any final thoughts on uh, Gardner Johnson? Actually, any final thoughts on just how he's offseason in general? Because this kind of like, well, Rager did essentially, but this kind of like tied the bow on what has been, quite frankly, one of the most legendary offseasons I've seen in my lifetime in the NFL. Like, wait, like, really what just the, what a the, retolling period, yeah, too. It's been like, the last what two the Bengals did, now. like their turnaround going to the Super Bowl, obviously that was impressive, but like, damn, yeah. like, when is the last time you saw like an organizational turnaround of this? magnitude from Wentz and the Doug like disaster all the way to where we Which are was, now. Was that a four-win season? Uh, four and 12 we went that year, yeah. We were that bad? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yep. We I were. remember everybody was saying it was going to be a while. Till, do you remember that? After that season, people were like, oh, it's going to be a while. I was one of them. I was like, that. we're fucking... We're, this is this is horrible. This is We were 4-11-1 mm. that year, actually. Four, because oh we had that God. dumbass tie with the Bengals, remember? So, yeah, that, it's just... Man. I just, I just, I just can't believe the acquisitions that Howie Roseman has something to make, and not like any real substantial subtractions either. When you look at the offseason, AJ yeah. Brown, Jordan Davis, Gardner Johnson, Kaiser White, Zach Pascal, Cam Jurgens, Hassan Reddick, James Bradbury, N'Kobe Dean, like it's it's really on. I'll ask you this: How, how about this now? Um. Who, in terms of of like the hot seat per se, who? is under more pressure for 2022? Is it Jalen Hurts or is it Jonathan Gannon? Because Jonathan Gannon has all the personnel to run his effective defense now. He couldn't do it last year with the personnel. He couldn't really blitz because he didn't have the defensive backs necessary to cover. This year, he has the guys to play the two-deep zone that he likes to. He has Bradbury. He has safeties that can play now. If he underwhelms and he doesn't perform with with this personnel... I don't know who's going to take him seriously as a head coach. And obviously, mm-hmm. we know the, the Jalen Hurts song and dance at this point. Who do you think is, is under more pressure? It's a good question. And I know some Eagles fans are all going to sway probably one direction over the other. But it's a legitimate question. Obviously, quarterback is far different than you know defensive coordinator. But I don't know. Like I don't even think Jalen feels pressure. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not about if he feels it or not. It's who is <laughs> right. who is it's, I mean, who it's is the on the quarter, hot seat. It's always going to be the quarterback in that okay. scenario. But I, in my opinion, it's a good question. But just unfortunately, the nature of the game, the quarterback is the most important position in the sport. 
Yeah. And when, when we're sitting here saying this is a the final, I guess, right? The final prove-it year of Jalen Hurts' career, which I also think is kind of bogus, by the way. It's 24. Because, man. like, <laughs> what's that? Ain't no, ain't no final. It's not, yeah, like, that's it's what I'm saying. Some right? people, that's Maybe what I'm in saying. Philadelphia, so like, yeah, but not in China. Oh, okay. I, I also kind of think it's slightly bogus because I feel like, w- with that in mind, like, because I feel like, some people need to see that man throw 40 touchdown passes. And I'm like, well, what if he just puts up like a pretty decent year? Maybe he takes a little bit of a jump, but maybe it's not that big. I guarantee you there's a world because this team's so good now where he's slightly better. Certainly makes jumps in, in some of the areas we we thought he needed to improve, but there's still some question marks there. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Then the question like, there's a to world shift where he like... doesn't take and run away with the job. Now, it's a win it's a win-loss league, obviously. It's a results-based league at the end of the day. So if he can get this team, he better get this team to the playoffs, and they better win a playoff game now. What if the Eagles finish third to last in sacks again? Where does that leave you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Game daddy. can pack his bags, <laughs> and he better not get a hood coaching job. Yeah, man. We'll have, to, we'll have to see. But certainly when you look at the two, you're like, man, they both really have no excuse. Hurts with the weapons, Gander yeah, with the personnel. Not. They both really don't have no excuse. So we'll have to see who is – who is uh, going to be responsible for wins and who may cost some games. It'll be interesting to watch. So moving on to the initial 53-player roster that was announced yesterday. Obviously, some changes have been made since then. We'll get into those as well. But, Steven, we will go by position. So quarterbacks, they initially went uh, on the roster. They initially went with two, just Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew. They let go of Carson Strong. That whole mystery still only four preseason passes, didn't get a chance to showcase anything. They gave him three hundred and twenty grand in the, uh, as an undrafted free agent. You assumed he was going to be QB3 running in here, and he barely got, let alone preseason action, he was left out of team drills in practice completely at times. So I have no idea. I'm inclined to believe that there was like a, a disconnect between the front office and the coaching staff between Carson Strong. Like maybe the front office liked him and just – practice like the coaching staff weren't high on him and it just didn't they didn't see eye to eye something is weird about that so Carson Strong let go Reed Snett let go but for whatever reason after the most abysmal preseason I've watched compared to Nick Mullins last year they brought Reed Snett back on the practice squad I got no idea why he's 25 he doesn't do anything I don't know why he's (laughs) I don't know what the Eagles see in him but they don't see in Carson Strong but it is uh it I'm more intrigued by uh, Ian Book. If I'm yeah, honest. yeah, and then they and they <laughs> picked up Ian Book off of waivers today after the Saints released him. The only thing intriguing to me, really, about Ian Book is his like rushing ability. He ran for over 100 yards in preseason, so he can move a little bit. As a passer, doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Reason that doesn't really do anything. No, yeah, I mean, I don't know why he's here. I don't know how he even made the 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 roster. But Ian Book has one NFL start to his name that came last year, I believe, on Monday night against the Dolphins. And I think the only reason he played in that game was because like Jameis was down. I think Taysom Hill got hit. No, he was injured, and I think Trevor Simeon got hit with COVID, COVID protocols. Oh my God. And Ian Book was like the last man standing, so they had to put him out there. And he threw two picks. He got sacked eight times. It was it was a miserable outing. Oh my god! Uh, uh, for him, but the Eagles picked him up. Former Notre Dame guy. Um, that's that's where we're at. So Stephen Hurts, Minshew, and Ian Book. Well, how you feeling about the QB room? I know Maybe we just kind of got off the Hurts topic here, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, Minshew is, in my opinion, one of the who's the best backup QB in the NFL. So I'm going to ask you, who's a better, who's the best backup in the league right now? Is it Minshew or Jimmy G? Yeah, I mean, because that whole. <laughs> although Minshew's contract, yes, yes, right. 
he's a uh, he's he's in the last year of his deal too, so he's probably walking next year. Yeah, I mean, you feel great about Jalen and Minshew. I mean, that's, I know that's the only two you really need to worry about. Yeah. I don't want to talk about these other guys. Suck. I don't know how yeah. Reese Nets in the NFL, dude. Yeah, I really do not know. Team. I don't know. Like, did he's you terrible. did you like the last preseason game was so tough to like the he one inter- the interception she had he, he stared down the defender and threw oh it to God. him anyway he lit i don't i don't get it i don't i don't understand what the coaching staff sees in this you know guy. what though I, that goes to show you how hard it is to play in the nfl though for people oh, yeah. like I mean, we get up here us podcasters right talk about this stuff but you know it's, it's pretty hard to play in the nfl i mean we knew that we knew that but it's not i mean you know reads the only thing he did was that 55 yard throw to, to Devin allen Unless that wild the coaching staff open, so much, better hit him to it's say like, like "Holy fuck, we need to ocean, keep this dude. guy." I just don't. I just, I just don't get it. I just really, I'm not like a Carson Strong like Stan or fan or whatever. But I really wanted to see more than four passing attempts. That's all yeah. I wanted. That's all I wanted to see. I wanted to see more well, than four passing. That's terrible, dude. I feel and like he was so as what, what? What did you have to benefit His only from playing Reese coming to throwing checkdowns of the running back? Yes. What? I just don't understand what you. What did you have to benefit from playing Reed Sinet an entire half? You couldn't give Carson Strong a series, a quarter. A qu- he couldn't get a quarter just to just yeah, to show I something. I don't know. Speaking of which, he just tweeted. Uh, he tweeted something not too long ago saying, "Thanks Philly for the time and the opportunity. I I think they're gonna do special things." Blah blah blah. And it's like uh, highlights of him in practice. I haven't watched it yet, <laughs> but I hope I hope they're electric. I really do. <laughs> so moving on. To the uh, to the next position, as we all assumed, Kenneth Gainwell, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott make the uh, cut. As far as the running backs, I believe Kennedy Brooks made the practice squad, and they picked up uh, Lamichael Pirine, also claimed off waivers. Nice little power guy. Um, I know your I know your stance on uh, Scott and Gainwell. You made it very clear last podcast. We didn't get a uh, we didn't get uh, got some uh, people that weren't very happy with your comments on on those guys. <laughs> But man, uh, Miles you can't Sanders. call every player on a football team dynamic, <laughs> dynamic dude. Dynamic. I'm not shitting on Boston Scott, but if he was dynamic, he'd be the clear cut running back one on this team, let alone oh. running back two. Which, by the way, he better not be running back two. That's Kenny G's spot. Oh man, right? well it's it's Boston and Kenny put together. Oh come on, man! How yeah, does yeah, Kenny yeah, G yeah. not? How is he not running back two over Boston Scott? Hey, we're not doing right, this that's, again. That's 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 where we're at. But those are the three backs that made the cut. Eagles signed uh, LaMichael P. Ryan to the practice squad. I believe he played for the Jets at some point. Uh, P. Ryan, 24 years old, was selected by the Jets with pick number 120 overall in the fourth round of the 2020 draft. Uh, P. Ryan appeared in four games with the Jets last year, logging eight carries for 31 yards. So nothing too great, you know, nothing to speak about there. Uh, rumors going around. Um, Steven, unfortunately, wrote a Marlon Mack article earlier right before Mac signed with uh, Houston's practice squad, so that didn't matter. <laughs> We're still yeah. keeping our eyes on Alexander Madison, still a guy I, I'm hoping for. Mm. I still would like to see a, a move made. I thought I thought when those Rager rumors to the Vikings were coming around, which seemed oh fake Rager for Madison, oh you, oh, they were probably trying. Honestly, they were probably trying. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good point. All right, so over to somebody the- asked me in the YouTube comments if Alexander Matt. I'm not a fantasy football guy, by the way, which is mm-hmm. a completely another topic for another day. Completely uh-huh. different. I could record 40 minutes and uh, a 40 minute podcast alone. Why I don't do fantasy football? But somebody asked me. Somebody asked me uh, if Alexander Madison is a good fantasy football option. Yeah, because he's handcuffed to Dalvin Cook most times. So if Dalvin Cook goes down, Madison is right there to pick up the slack. 
Uh, four out of his six starts, Alexander Madison has rushed for over 90 yards in, in those games and racked up over 700 scrimmage yards last year. So a very good flex option, I would assume. Um, so and then tell obviously your, uh, if you know he's traded to the Eagles, that you may feel differently about that or no? Uh, what do you mean do I feel differently about it? I think he'd be a good handcuff option to Miles Sanders. Yes, I think he would be. Oh, okay. Because yeah, well, he felt differently, and I, I tried to explain to him what I obviously what I know in the situation. Good. like. I saw your. He could, uh, he, there's a chance he could get a bigger role here in Philly because Miles maybe, has maybe. always got we'll some injury, see. man. We'll have to see. I did see your uh, video on YouTube the other day with my article in it. I meant to. I meant to uh, thank you for that. Oh yeah, you were on the case. You were on the case on that two days before everybody. Yeah, I know. Talking. I'm always on the case before it happens, and nobody, just nobody knows. It's fine if you listen to the pod, you know, or you read my stuff on Liberty Been Line. You about know, Alexander Madison. You know, for two weeks now, and then everybody shows up. Madison to the birds. I think it should. Yeah, I thought it should happen too. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Um, over to the Which tight I'm actually ends. convinced now it's a better bargain move than just getting Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I don't think Hunt's happening at this point as, as we near the, uh, the regular season. I like the season. fact that he's on an expiring deal, too. Right. Hungry, motivated. You know, yep, looking just for like that, Miles. Looking for that next deal. Tight ends. That made the cut. Dallas Goddard, Grant Calcaterra, Jack Stahl. Those are the three guys I assume are making it. Dallas Goddard's aiming to be a top six tight end this year. Grant Calcaterra is a very good uh, receiving tight end. He had some he has some nice catches in practice, and I like his uh, skill set as a as as a pass catcher. Now he has some uh, he leaves stuff to be desired in the blocking game, and I think he knows that. Uh, Jack Stahl is kind of the opposite of Grant Calcaterra. He uh, he is more of the blocker, so I think those two they'll use in like separate packages depending on what. Whatever wow, twelve that's personnel not hard to sniff out what they're doing uh, on that. Yeah, play. I mean, once once, gets once Jack Stall comes Jack in, Stahl fuck, they're running, uh, they're running yeah. it. Yeah, but uh, but whatever. Whenever they run certain schemes for twelve personnel, it'll depend on which tight end. Well, that's all right. Dallas Goddard's one of the best run blocking tight ends in the NFL. He is, he is, and uh, Noah Tagia, I think I say his name. That tight end, he uh, he made the practice squad as mm. well. All right, wide receivers. The 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 big the big uh the big the big yeah. talk the big talk of the of the town wide receivers they initially <laughs> carried five when the roster was announced AJ Brown Zach Pascal Jalen Rager Devontae Smith Quez Watkins Rager has obviously since been traded and they brought back thankfully they brought back Deion Kane Devin Allen and Britton Covey all back to the practice squad I assume one of those guys will be called up to the active roster within the next coming days if it's not today. Uh, because I'm sure they do want to carry five. Steven, are you shocked they didn't carry six? I was a little shocked they went light on receiver. I've always been a believer of six wide receivers. I think you had mentioned that you think five is fine. Um, so now that we have four, which one of those three guys are you looking to looking to call up? They all thankfully made it through waivers and made their way back to the practice squad. Uh, who are you kind of looking at to, to to get their spot on the 53, man? Yeah, I think five's fine. That's a lot. I think you just felt that way because Rager was still on the team. And yeah, that's probably you're such probably a competitive right. group. But they right. have they have three on the practice squad, don't they? Mm-hmm. Well, one's gonna get caught up, right? I'd imagine. Yeah. Better be Dion Kane. Well, <laughs> hmm. that's interesting. Actually, that'd be something though. Uh, ideally, ideally, right? Because what's Pascal's contract? Uh, he's a one year deal too. Uh, one year deal. Yep. So ideally, perhaps. Because Deion Kane's got that big, bigger size. Maybe in the future, uh, Deion Kane could get that wide receiver four spot of the future if they don't, you know, bring back Pascal. Mm, maybe you think you know Deion Kane? You think Dan, they're hoping to develop? I'm Deion confident Kane. in him, man. I like, I like his game. 
I like into it. that uh, scenario. Kane shined during preseason. Eight passes for he caught eight passes for 106 yards as Gardner Minshew's favorite target. So I assumed he would have been back on the practice squad, and he found his way just there. Stephen, uh, rip Greg Ward in Philadelphia. That man, uh, injury designation. Uh, he dynamic too, Eagles fans. I didn't mean it in a bad way. <laughs> hey, like, he was reliable. Just... If, hey, he was reliable. He was. He was yes, he was, of it, course. He was reliable, man. He's I'm the saying. guy. He's the man. I'm just saying, you know, we got Super Bowls to win. You're not going to do it with Greg Ward. So. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> he uh, 88 Boston receptions. Scott as your running back 1.5, guys. Like, come on. Can we get this? Like I'm sorry, we have like, Super Bowls to, to win. To that. We got Super Bowl aspirations. Come on! I wanted to respond to that guy on Instagram so bad. I was staring at the comment. I was coming <laughs> up with. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I'm not responding to this guy. Uh, like, it, it, I'm an idiot for saying Boston Scott's not dynamic. Yeah, it wasn't just him though. It was a good like ten comments that all said this. So, so you were just in the wrong, man. It's cool. It's Bunch cool. Greg Ward had 88 receptions for 668 yards and 10 touchdowns over the last three seasons as kind of the emergency option for the Eagles. Wide receiver corpse, he didn't make his way back to the practice squad, obviously because of injuries. We will see where uh, he ends up or what his future holds. But respect to Greg Ward for being professional, for always being ready when the Eagles needed him, and for catching that game-winning pass against the Redskins, I believe it was three years ago, when he was called up off the practice squad. So very uh, good memories there. Good memories there. Where's what's Dick Rod up to? He got released. He got released. So he got cut, and yeah, that is that. That is that. The offensive linemen, 10 of them they kept. As, as as shocking as it is to anybody, they kept 10 offensive linemen. Landon Dickerson, Andre Dillard, Jack Driscoll, Lane Johnson, Cam Jurgens, Jason Kelsey, Jordan Maialata, Sua Opeta, who's terrible. Don't know why he's back. Yep. Isaac Ciamalu. Who started and, in and, that Bucks playoff game, by the way, for got, everybody that wants to bag on And got fucking dog-walked. And got dog-walked. Yes. Um, Isaac Ciamalo, and instead of Jack Anderson, who I really liked, versatile Jack Anderson, who the Giants picked up today, the Eagles cut Jack Anderson, and they kept this guy who rides a bike named Josh Sills. I didn't even know who this guy was before yesterday. <laughs> He's an undrafted yeah, guy, video. apparently. And when the Eagles dropped their hype video to announce the roster, the only clip they had of this man was him riding a damn yeah, bike. A bike. What the hell is this? <laughs> Who is this guy? Do you know this receiver, guy? One of our receivers is running and doing hurdles on the track. Uh, oh, my God, bro. Do you know this guy? No, I don't know who he is. We I got, didn't our, even know our, he existed. Eagles offense is running triathlons. Literally, what is going on? I don't understand. You know what, though? We took a rugby player and turned him into one of the best tackles in football. That's fine. That's fine. So, and apparently, uh, Josh Sills can play all four uh, positions along the offensive line other than center. So any guards, any tackles. We know that they like versatility. Give and anybody who'll turn him into I mean, into yeah, it's a... Stalin, so I can't be too, too mad about it. And how he was singing his praises, of course, as, as he's going to. But I saw, I, I saw the clip, and I was familiar with Jack Anderson because I liked what he did in practice. And I, and I didn't expect him to, uh, to come back to the practice squad because players you know, value guys like that. And I'm looking at Josh Sills, and he's one of three undrafted guys to make this, this roster, and he was not you know, a guy I thought would crack it. But here we are. But as always, uh, uh, Jason Kelsey returned to uh, practice today. So and so did Landon Dickerson. So Which, they look by like, the way, really. I don't. Sorry, I don't mean to slow you down. No, you're just good. Like weird timing on everything. I noticed. Like maybe I'm just like not in the know. I want to one day. Maybe I'm just not in the know. But like the timing on everything was wild today. First of all, I didn't know they yeah, had practice. Dude, my head was spinning. Oh, so oh, so you noticed that too. <laughs> It was a lot. I was so busy out of my mind today. And so then I the thought media yesterday, session, I was like, wait, who, where the fuck? I thought yesterday was... was going to be the busiest day 
like ever. And then today it was the uh, it was the um, Ian Book thing. Today was like NBA free agency. It was wild. It was the, because the waiver wire is always more wild than football, actual cuts because everybody's trying to claim yeah. people and this and that. So I wrote up the Ian Book thing, and then um, Rager and then Rager traded. And then the Eagles announced the practice squad, and then they had practice, and then they had media availability. Yeah, and I like, was I like, holy fuck. Time, I didn't know practice, what time it was. I didn't know I there know. was a media session. Like, I promised everybody I would have this pot out by today, so I'm sitting here trying to get the time together, and, and, and we're recording this a little later than I intended to. But it's kind of good that we held off because all this happened instead yeah. of just talking about yeah, you know, everything. Uh, Chauncey, and that would have been outdated, so this is good that we are Oh, by the way. I've kind of strayed away from jerseys just because I have horrible jersey luck. T-shirt jerseys. Jerseys. Jerseys are my well, It's just like, not even. I just like merch in general. But I will say, man, Chauncey may be on Club Stephen Conrad Jr. He fits the brand. That guy is a dog. Yeah, so I made a reaction video on the Liberty Line YouTube channel of CJ Gardner-Johnson. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Let's say his full name. No nicknames, right? That's a that's CJ an awesome DJ, name. bro. CJ GJ. The first three minutes of this man's highlight tape is all trash talk <laughs> and just celebrating. Like, this guy is Dude, he was the guy that team. fucking Javon Wims punched in the face. Well, punched in the helmet, I guess. But he, like, he <laughs> yeah, just stopped he him. rock him like that? Because he, he, he just said... He said some shit to him, and I guess like he waited for the first dead Wilson to go over there and just rock his shit. I love no this reason. guy, man. I hope he's uh, an eagle for the rest of his career. I may honestly buy his jersey. He is a apparently. Beast. What is he? It's number a good 23? thing. Twenty three, and apparently, oh, yeah. first of all, oh, yeah. it's a good Add thing they the traded. J- it's a good thing they traded Jalen Rager because I remember one time Ch- Ch- Gardner oh, Johnson called God. Michael what? Thomas slam boy one time in practice, and they fought over it. They literally oh, fought yeah, about it. They fought. Yeah, Rager would have been Barnett, out. Who fights with everybody? Apparently, right? Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, Gar- Barnett is uh, is headbutting Andre Dillard. Apparently, he's a rotational edge rusher, right? Or is he a starter? No, nah, he's a rotational guy. Yeah, they okay. I mean, you feel better. And he's about headbutting him. Andre Dillard, bro. He's headbutting Andre Dillard right out of a concussion. What's wrong with this? All guy? right, Andre Dillard needs to toughen up. Was he not the guy who was like crying at practice? Yeah, last and, year? He, and this year he stood up for himself and fought him. <laughs> Good on him. Good on him for for saying that shit. God, God this team is great. This, what is yeah, up with you this imagine Rager? I don't see Rager's <laughs> the most confusing guy because he gives all vibes that he's like this tough dude and then he acts like a big crybaby oh, elsewhere. Uh, oh, well, I'm done mentioning his name. It's over. <laughs> Switching over to the defensive side of the we got a of the roster. Um, defensive line. They kept nine of them: Derek Barnett, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Brandon Graham, Javon Hardgrave, Taron Jackson, Josh Sweat, Marlon Tuupolo, whatever, however you say his name, and Milton Williams. No shocks there. As yep. far as I can see, eight linebackers. They went heavier than I anticipated on linebackers, even though they did cut one today. So Sean Bradley, Nicobe <laughs> Dean. I didn't know they had that many linebackers. Yeah, yeah, news to me. Sean Bradley, Nicobe Dean, TJ Edwards, Kyron Johnson, Patrick Johnson, Hassan Reddick, Davion Taylor, and Kaiser White. Davion Taylor was obviously waived today, so that is another 2020 uh, draft pick that didn't work out. So just add it to the fucking list. But um, so that is the uh the uh, the linebackers kind of shocked. Sean Bradley found found his way through. I didn't know he was. I didn't think he was going to uh to make it. Cornerbacks: James Bradbury, Avante Maddox, Zach McPherson, Darius Slay, Josiah Scott, who I did not think would find his way on the roster, but they hey, were uh, got cut, right? They take going. Yeah, he found his way to the Vikings. Followed Rager there. Mm. He got claimed. I'm kind of sad because mm. I like going size, and we got, got him too. in the Zach Ertz trade. You kind of hope that he panned out, so I was sad to see him go. Mm. I would have cut oh, Josiah Scott. Trick. No, I'm kidding. I would have I would have cut Josiah <laughs> Scott before him, 
Uh, but they're dual training him at safety as well. They kind of had him and uh, they had Josiah Scott. dual training at safety? Uh, Josiah Scott. They had him at, oh. at corner and safety. What is and he, 5'8"? 5'9". 5'9". Good Lord. We need some size back yeah, there. Yeah, they, they, they do. <laughs> and they... It's 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 it is what it is, and then uh, undrafted Alabama corner Josh Job, one of my favorite yeah, guys in camp. Yeah. Alabama boys, we knew the Alabama connection was gonna give him a good shot to make this roster, and he did uh, just that. Uh, and then final position, I guess, unless special teams, but that that doesn't really matter. Uh, safeties, the four safeties that made the roster: Reed Blankenship, Marcus Epps, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, and Kayvon Wallace. Somehow. Made the final 53. I don't know how. I don't know what he did. I think Andre Chachere, who made the practice squad, I think Chachere should have 100% made the roster over Kayvon Wallace. And then Anthony Harris, obviously, um, they told they told Ant that his uh, his uh, role was changing. We traded for, for CJ, and uh, your role isn't going to be a starter anymore, and they wanted to give him a fair shot to try and catch on with somebody else and potentially get more playing time. Anthony Harris uh, well, apparently nice went... Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a good conversation, and then um, apparently Anthony Harris went to like a Dick Sporting Goods in Cherry Hill. He had a uh, a charity event to do that he still followed through with, even though he got cut. So that shows you the kind of man he mm. is. And today he agreed to come back on the practice squad. So that's good safety, uh, good safety guys to keep on the practice squad, so they can call him up whenever they kind of need some help um, out there. But my man Reed Blankenship led the team in tackles through preseason, and he was compared how he compared this man to Quentin Michael. With his physical tools and uh, always around the ball, and I, I liked what I saw from him in preseason, and I'm certainly happy he made the roster. Once Jaquaski Tart uh, and, and Shashray got waived, that kind of assumed Blankenship was uh, was making the roster. Are you a fan of his, Stephen? Were you happy to see him make it? Yeah, I mean, I thought those two were the few positives on that defense in preseason. Obviously, we're talking about like end of the He was the only guys. positive in the final game yeah. against Miami, the <laughs> only positive. I watched Kayvon, and again, Tyreek Hill is a, is a very, very unfair matchup when you're playing uh, against anybody. But I once I watched Kayvon yeah. Wallace get Did destroyed. We, we didn't react to that. Yo, that was the cringiest <laughs> thing I ever saw, dude. I hope they, and all these Dolphins fans were talking all this smack. I hope they. Hey, I your just, boy, uh, your YouTube boy, Mark Holmes, was all over that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he celebrated that. Cool, I'm dude. so glad they got their ass kicked in the third yeah, week. Of long preseason. season, man. Yeah, Everybody's trying to take up. away from us, man. We blanket should have had the only good defensive showing in that. We don't final need your preseason. flowers. We don't want your flowers either. So good on uh, blanket <laughs> for cracking the final. Uh, I know some guys at his school who are hit me up uh, asking me uh, to let them know if he made the roster because apparently the whole campus was waiting to hear it and they all oh, celebrated. Wow. And that was uh, he's he's big deal on that campus and it's good that, that, that he up. made it. Excited to see what he does. As far as kick returners, like you mentioned, don't know what's going on there. Have no idea. Yeah. Specialist really remains Jake. My boy Reeg was going to lock that up. Reeg. Uh, <laughs> kicker remains Jake Elliott. Long snapper. Rick Lovato. Arian Sipass remains the punter. A lot of punters got Did you uh, say Sipass? That's his nickname, Sipass. Oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah, nope, he sucks. He sucks. He's horrible. And um and apparently How'd we uh, go from uh, having the best punter in the NFL to the worst. Facts. And we had some there's some good ones that got released, uh, and I'm hoping the Eagles take a stab at. At some of those guys. So that kind of concludes everything we want to touch on. We got a safety hybrid situation in here. So the secondary is rounded out finally. Jalen Rager and Jay Jaw are gone for good, out of our lives. Don't got to worry about it anymore. And it's all up to Jalen Hurts, Jonathan Gannon, Nick Sirianni to carry us to the promised land. Let's beat the Cowboys. Let's win the division. And let's get us a playoff win. And then we will, I will consider that. A successful Steven. Thank you. Or a, mm. a successful season. I was about to ask you, but you looked annoyed. Uh, 
uh, over there. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the Philly Pod. I know you had to wait uh, a little bit for this one, but we wanted to make sure that we covered everything. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, anywhere else you get your shows. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at the Philly Pod, Victor Williams. Do the same on Instagram, TikTok, anywhere else uh, you can consume content. I you see my face everywhere. Uh, I am sure. Steven, where can the people find you and what's coming up on the YouTube? I can't even keep up with the YouTube channel anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, I asked, like, do you people want to see, like, the video version of this show? Because we we stopped uploading it to YouTube because it wasn't doing too well. And, like, we try to differentiate things because, like, the audio is pretty unique. You know, like, that we put a lot of effort into the audio. It's pretty premium over here on the audio platforms. Let us know. You know what I'm saying? You know what I just realized? I realized we didn't introduce ourselves at the beginning of this uh, show, but I guess I it's think okay. I, did I not? Introduce I don't think we did. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, if you guys want to see video <laughs> clips on the YouTube, let us know, and Steven will do all that fun stuff. It's tedious work to do it, but if you yep. prefer, some people hit me up and say, where can I watch it? And I'm like, you can listen. On the, on the, I mean, uh, I'll throw the whole video up on YouTube. Yeah, it, it just, just doesn't just, perform well. Doesn't, That's yeah, the problem. And it's a lot to sit and watch a whole like hour-long thing. This one went longer than I typically uh, uh wanted to but yeah guys week one uh we are only a few days away from week one i, I believe can't it wait is, uh, dude i'm so ready 11 I'm days i'm tired of baseball it, oh it's gonna be a hell of a i'm ready to go to war hell of a time ready for war roster is set guys countdown until week one of nfl season until the next episode y'all peace out from the philly pod Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.